Today we'll be continuing the three-part series all about Mrs. Fouch. We hope you enjoy. There was a PE opening at Redlands High. I was at Redlands High for two years. And then one day, the principal at Redlands High walked into my gym class and he held up this flyer and said, you might be interested in this. It closed, the position closes tomorrow. And it was athletic director, Redlands East Valley High School, the new high school. And I was like, wow, thanks, Dr. Davis. I'll take it home and talk to my husband about it. And I wasn't looking to, you know, I mean, for all I know, I could still be teaching at Redlands High School. But he, again, he gave me that chance, you know the chance, the opportunity that I was telling you about earlier, Cyrus, giving you a chance tomorrow. He gave me a chance to say, you'd be a great leader. I'm looking, because he was going to be the principal at Rev2. And so he kind of was like, hmm, it closes tomorrow. You better apply. And okay. And I went home and we talked about it. And I was nervous as heck because it's, you're opening a brand new school and you're the athletic director in charge of all the sports teams. But I applied and got the job. And so I've been here ever since. Um, It's been the time of my life. I've loved every minute of it. Pronouns, pronouns. What are you looking for, Miss AJ? I mean, like, if you see on my name tag, it says she, they, so like what you identify as. So if we talk about you, we can say, I don't know, for me, you'd say AJ, she is part of the basketball team, or you could say AJ, they are part of the basketball team, you know, whatever your preferred pronouns are. Oh, Fouch. Mrs. Fouch, Coach Fouch. Um, she Fouch, uh, yeah, um, that those would be the pronouns. <laughs> okay, sounds great. So, what are some of the classes that you teach, and what are your like main responsibilities with this position? During my tenure as athletic director, I have had to teach PE classes, and um, in some ways, it has made it difficult to do my job as athletic director because it takes a lot of time. But in other ways, it was a blessing because I needed the connectivity to kids, you know? And so it kept me with students, but it also made it, you know, I had, I knew I had to be more organized, super focused when it came to my AD stuff. Because when you're an athletic director, you're part of um, the CIF and I've had leadership roles at the CIF office. Um, I've, I've served on the executive committee. We have an area athletic directors association where 90 high schools in our area, I've been president of that organization. 
Then we have a league that we're a member of. You know, when you see like Redlands, Citrus Valley, Rev, Yukaipa, Beaumont, and um, we're all in the Citrus Belt League, right? And there's leadership roles in league. And I've been, you know, the president when it's my our rotation. Um, I've been the treasurer before. I'm kind of the historian because I'm the oldest person in our league that's been the AD the longest and Cajon's in our league too. And so, so you have all these meetings for those things that you have to go to, but then at school, you're hiring coaches to work with the greatest young people in the world. So I have over a hundred personnel people that every year we have to board approved by the school board. So every coach that's on campus has certain requirements that you have to make sure they have all the certificates and certifications to be a coach. So that's over a hundred people you're managing. You're scheduling contests for all the sports teams, you know, home, away, what days you're playing. You're trying to fill up these schedules that every individual coach wants. Then you're um, making sure you have officials for every single contest that requires an official. Then you are <laughs> making sure those officials are paid after they work that contest. Then you're making sure that the buses come to pick up the teams to go to and from events. Then you're making sure that you have uh, facilities prepared for the contest. If it's in the gym or it's at the softball field, chalking the field, lining the field, you know. Then if you don't have a stadium, you have to make sure you have a place to play, that you have ticket sellers and ticket takers and announcers and clock management. We call that game management. The people that take the tickets, sell the tickets, money, cash boxes, and then something happens. There's always something that just, we had a softball game, but overnight, one of the valves to water the field broke and flooded the JV softball field. So the other teams, and nobody told me about it. The grounds guys didn't communicate to me until 2.15 and the game started at three. So we worked our magic and we did a double header. <laughs> so the JVs played after the varsity and you just learn to expect the unexpected, you know? Sometimes there's an incident that occurs, whether it be two players on the football field, you know, clashing and duking it out. It could be an incident with a hard foul in a basketball game and tempers flare and parents come flying out of the bleachers, you know, I mean, it could just, things happen. Oh, the pool heater, the pool heater goes out and, and, and now the water is freezing cold and it has to be a certain temperature for the teams to be in it. 
now you're begging the other high schools in town, our heater went out, can we come and practice in your pool? But the beauty of all this is that every day is a different day. Every day poses a new challenge. No two days are ever the same. No score is ever alike. Um, you might win this game, you might lose that game, you know? But um, we, we are for the most, we, we are blessed by having really good coaches that care about kids. Athletics needs to focus on the experience for the kids. It's about the kids. It's not about a coach's ego and how many wins they have under their belt. It's about what kind of an experience can we give you guys? And so that's what I've been doing the past 24 years at REV. And in the article in the community, uh, Redlands Community newspaper, that free newspaper you guys, we get on our doorstep, I talked about it like, it's kind of like planning five different birthday parties in one day. You have the basketball party, the baseball party, the softball party, the pool party, the tennis court party, and all the guests arrive. They all arrive safely. They all had a great time at the party. And then the party's over. Win, lose, or draw, the magic happened, the party occurred, and then the next day, there's the, you know, golf party and the girls volleyball party and the football party, you know, I mean, God, it's so much fun, but so, you know, uh, it's like juggling, right? It's like multitasking. And I personally feel women are really good at this job because we are great multitaskers. And men have a different perspective on it. I am not the, the lady, the woman that, um, you know, go down to the football coach's office and put my feet up on the chair and shoot the bull. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? I'm not that person. I'm the person that says, I entrust you with the lives of these young people. Let's do it right. And I'm entrusting you. I'm saying, I'm not going to come down there and peek over your shoulder and micromanage you along the way. When I first started, I kind of felt like I had to tell them every little detail about everything. It's Christmas break. Make sure you close the gym doors. Make sure the lights are turned out, you know, because somebody will break in and they'll wreck everything that we have or they'll steal something. I was like that early out. And now I'm like, I've kind of like backed off a little bit and just said, they're adults. They know they need to wait for their kids to get picked up after the game. Nobody's going to be left behind. You know, you just have to kind of mature into the role. And so 
I don't know. I think this may sound somewhat old fashioned or whatever, but you know, when my children were little, right? They want mama a lot, right? They're crying, mom, you know, or dinner, right? The laundry, all those traditional roles that women play in raising a family. Um, and I say traditional roles because there's certainly not expectations today, but we're good at multitasking. You know, you're ironing while, you know, you're trying to, hey, honey, the, the, the dinner's on the thing, you, you know, I mean, it could be a lot of things. You're folding laundry while you're, you know, helping them with homework or whatever, you know, we're good at juggling. And so I think that sadly only about 13% of athletic directors are women nationally, 13%. And I think we're good at it. I think we're good at it. A lot of colleges now have um, female um, women's sports administrators and they've kind of, and they have men's administrators and they might have one big AD. You know, at a high school of our size, I mean, we were up to 3,600 students at one time and, you know, those were fun days, but man, there were a lot of kids on campus, a lot of GPAs to check to make sure kids were eligible for sports, a lot of uniforms, a lot of big time um, accomplishments. And we've gotten smaller and smaller because see, Citrus Valley was built due to the growth of both Redlands and Rev. And so it's great. We have three high schools in town, more opportunities for kids to play a sport. And, but, you know, too, I also recognize that um, athletics is only one one of many co-curricular programs on a high school campus. What you guys are doing with video production, what the band, the choir, the yearbook staff, you know, the clubs, the this, these are all important um, components of a comprehensive high school. We have it all. And my hope is that our kids will see that and everybody get involved in something. It's there for the taking, right? So um, I, do, I have never said or viewed what I do is more important than what the band does. They're equally important. There's a niche for everybody. And it's having kids explore those niches and to take that chance again, the opportunity, the chance, the risk, the tryout, you know. So, and that's that's what life's all about, is 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 those things, the opportunity, the chance, the risk, the tryout, the audition, the, you know, you gotta go for it. Life's too short. You got to go for it. Look at me. You don't even have to ask me questions. I'm just, I'm just rolling, man. 
Woo! This is fun. Okay, so mentors. <sighs> Who were my mentors and role models? Well, number one, my dad. And I say my dad because remember how we went from Wisconsin and my dad got promoted and we lived in Northern California? Well, ladies, when you're born in 1957, like me, and you're five years old, how 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, most of you guys were playing AYSO when you were five years old. Never had it. Some of you might've been playing Bobby Sox softball, which was a national organization. We never had it. Some of you might've been playing, um, oh, travel ball softball or, you know, uh, competitive RST swim lessons. We didn't have that when I was growing up. But my dad was a coach. He coached my brothers in Little League. He coached my brothers in Pop Warner football. And so I was like very athletic. Of my three, two brothers and I, I was like the one that had, I mean, they, they were okay. <laughs> but I was good. And so, but I didn't have any place to play. I didn't have anything to do. Uh, sports related because they didn't have it. So my dad let me catch my brother's pitchers, bullpen, you know? So, and then my dad would teach me how to hit a ball. And so at practices, I was in the outfield catching balls. I was catching bullpen, catching the pitchers. I was hitting, you know, and working the infield for my brother's teams. And so my dad really, um, uh, you know, he really encouraged and, and allowed me to be part of that experience. They went to Giants baseball games in San Francisco because we lived up in San Mateo and the whole team would go and me too. And when the team got trophies, I got one too. And so my dad was um, really uh, a mentor for me. Then in fifth grade, I had Mr. Skoglin for PE. Aha, fifth grade. He was in a wheelchair. He had gotten in a car accident and was paralyzed from the waist down. And that man taught me how to shoot a basketball. We did lots of fun things for PE and he just he was a real role model. Like if he could do it in, in his wheelchair and teach us sports, dance, jump roping, all kinds of stuff, then there was nothing we couldn't do because Mr. Skoglin could do it, you know? Um, uh, when I became the athletic director and we were in the Citrus Belt League and I was a rookie, I'm now the veteran. I am the grand dom of the CBL, but I was a rookie and there were athletic directors in our league like Roger Rupert from Eisenhower High School who said, hey kid, 
no question's a dumb question. If you need help or don't understand anything, call me up. And I did. I took advantage of that. And I would call Roger Rupert up. And he was the AD at Eisenhower. And all, all the athletic, all 90 of these athletic directors have been wonderful mentors to one another. We all share ideas. They've given me the utmost respect. Nobody's ever been like, oh, she, she, you know, what I, what I have people doing now is going, oh, that's you, Rhonda Fouch. I've always wanted to meet you because I've done it for a long time, right? And so it, they've been wonderful, wonderful people, but um, my learning curve from uh, 1997 when we opened really took a big, a big, you know, I had to learn fast and on the fly and not a lot of people can do that. They're like, huh, but you just don't have time to think you have time to do, you know? And that's what athletes do, right? We react, you know, we anticipate and that's all part of sport. And so I had to do that early, early, early out. So Ms. Fash, do you have any hobbies beyond like your work day? Believe it or not, I love to be out and I like my plants in my yard. Um, I really am into my plumerias. <laughs> plumerias are flowers that are grown typically in Hawaii. You know, the, the yellow and white lei that you get when you visit Hawaii. Well, I have about eight plumeria plants that I really love and, and I tried it. It's hard because we have really hot, hot, dry heat and they like the warm humidity. So they go, they grow really good near the beach, but out here in Redlands, we have to work at it a little bit more, but um, uh, I love my plumerias and I'm kind of a freak about them. Um, they are like little kids to me. Yes, I understand this really hot weather really doesn't help with growing your plumerias. But Mrs. Fouch, do you have any other interests? Well, I think, you know, uh, that's going to be my biggest challenge when I retire is to figure it out. Okay. I, I told you what about the buses, the officials, the checks, the, you know, so recently I was back in Kentucky during spring break and I, I just the TV was on and I had to watch like the NCAA men's and women's basketball tournament. You know, it's exciting, right? Everybody does it. And I turned to my son-in-law and I said, gosh, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about the COVID sports season and how that's all coming up and what we're doing and what's being played. And then I'm watching basketball. Do you think I'm crazy, Anthony? You know, I said that to my son-in-law. I'm just a sports junkie. Like on, on Saturdays, I'll watch women's collegiate softball on TV. I'll watch a baseball game. I'll watch golf. I'll watch a football game. I'm, I'm the crazy one. 
more so than my husband, Coach Fouch, who, you know, you would think he'd be the one, but it's me. And so I bought a ukulele when we, last March, when we went into COVID, you know, COVID, school shut down, we went on distance learning, right? Last March, I bought a ukulele. So I'm gonna take uke lessons. Um, I'm going to travel to Missouri and Kentucky a lot because that little grandson, oh my gosh. AJ, tomorrow at the basketball game, I wanna show you a picture of him and you'll go, Fouch, he is the cutest baby I've ever seen. I'm, I'm not lying. I'll, I'll show you a picture of him through my camera right now. Yes, right here, right now. Right here, right now. It's a baby! That is Brayden Giano Bazzani. My daughter's married name is Bazzani. Is he not beautiful? Oh, he's so cute! He is adorable. And so... I'm going to go hang out with Braden a lot. And so, um, and I'm, I'm, but I'm, uh, a lot of my retired teacher friends say, don't make any commitments for your first year. Like, don't say, oh, yes. And I kid you not, after that article came out in the Redlands Community News, I got an email at work. Rhonda, congratulations. This is Roy Censorello. And he used to be a principal at an elementary school. He's like, I can think of no one better than to serve on the city of Redlands Park and Recreation Commission. And I'm like, he goes, however, you have to go to the city of Redlands website and download the application and fill it out. And I'm like, Dude, I'm going to be in Kentucky and Missouri in the fall. My son's a football coach. My daughter's a volleyball coach. They're fall sports. I'm not going to make any commitments for the first year. I'm just going to um, roll with the wind. I did tell um, our new athletic director, Chad Blatchley. Mr. Blatchley's the new AD. Okay. So he's going to be the AD from now on. I said, look, if I'm in town and you don't have a clock operator, a ticket taker, you need help, just call me. I'll come down. I'll come down if I'm in town. I'll come down and help. You know, just I'm a phone call away. But I plan to go to the games when I'm in town, sit in the bleachers, and just cheer. And right, just relax and just cheer. And because I, I haven't had a chance to just relax and cheer and enjoy, you know, the party, the birthday party, because you're planning it, <laughs> you're moving. So, um, and you have to go from one party to the next during an afternoon. So, my goal is to not have any, make no commitments. That was wise word. Don't join any committees. Don't, don't make a plan to, but I do want to volunteer doing something and I'll figure that out. 
uh, but I'm going to just not spend a year of just self care. Just sleep in, focus on myself, get back in shape, travel. Um, if I'm in town and can help, I will. If I'm not, I'm sorry, you know, but that's what I plan on doing. I haven't done that enough. I used to be, you know, before the kids were born in really good shape. I did a lot of aerobic classes. You know, I had guns, you know, <laughs> when I say guns, I mean muscles. But, you know, it's just kind of like, I don't know, just didn't spend enough time on me. So now it's time to rediscover myself. And I have a lot of, um, oh, when I was at the university, I was also in a sorority. And that was really cool. I was in the best sorority at the U of R, Alpha, Theta, Phi. And a lot of my sorority sisters, we've grown up and raised our kids in Redlands. So we know how to have fun together. And so I, too many times I've said, oh, I can't, I have a basketball game tonight, or I can't on a Friday night because I have this. And, you know, I plan on having a lot more girls night out, you know, um, hang out. All of our kids are really close. Like, you know, Coach Deuce, um, the PE teacher. I've known him since he was born. <laughs> because his mom's a sorority sister of mine, and we all were raised together. They're like all brothers and sisters, and there's lots of them. Um, Mrs. Mendoza, do you know her that teaches adaptive PE in the district? She, You'll see her around Rev. Anyway, she's my children's godparent, and <clears throat> her kids and my kids, they've all been raised together, so um, the kids are really close. They're in each other's weddings, you know, and so I need to spend more time with my friends because I got, I got friends, but I've said I can't too many times, so, Thank you for tuning in to the second part of this three-part series, all about Mrs. Fouch. In the next and final episode, we'll be talking about ways that Mrs. Fouch will be taking more time to connect with others and care for herself. Have a nice day, and we'll see y'all on the next episode. The intro and outro song for today's episode is Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Israel is Kamika Vivole.